Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment podcast about finding new homes for lost and forgotten characters. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Peyton. Hello, Peyton. How are you doing? Doing well. And for those who may not know who you are, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure thing. Um, I was a competitive player in War Machine for a couple of years. Um, then Marvel Crisis Protocol came out uh, with some of the developers uh, from War Machine, and I immediately hopped over here and started playing some games. Um, I haven't been super active with TTS because my old laptop doesn't run super, super well. Uh, but once cons start uh, coming up a thing, uh, being a thing for this game, I will be at the con circuit as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then supposedly as of the release of this episode, the first episode of your podcast should have released. That is correct. Uh, myself, Jay Nawasa, and Tegan Nawasa are uh, the hosts of Secure and Extract. Um, we're just going to be exploring the game at all different levels of competitiveness. Uh, Tegan, this is be his first war, uh, minis game. And then... Uh, it ranges to myself, which will be taking this game fairly competitively. Fair enough. And what character did you bring today? I brought uh, Loki, the most annoying model in Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yes, he is. And <laughs> and I think we're going to try and leverage that annoyingness into one of the most annoying lists that we have created. But that's for a little bit later. Let's, let's talk about Loki himself. Um, he has a lot of interesting and unique stuff on his card. Yes. Um, and I think the showcase piece is that God of Mischief uh, ability where uh, you have to spend an additional power to activate superpowers if you're within four of him. Right. And it's exasperated when he it become, you finally get enough damage and to daze him. It becomes even worse when you get... when it's a uh, hex-like effect, except in an aura rather than on a single character. Yep, that that is no fun. And then he has his trickster ability, which uh, does allow him to dodge attacks and be just mean. Exactly. And then he has his I am a god, so that he has blanks on his attack or defense dice, which really smooths out the dice math on some of his mediocre attacks let's call it yeah uh which helps i have frequently used it to help actually get the slow off of his frost blast to help increase uh the annoyingness and control aspects that i really want to leverage with this character Mm -hmm. he's not really an offensive character there are other asgardians or other four to five threat characters that really fulfill that role but between the amount of control in his attacks and uh, Trickster and God of Mischief, I really, when I'm playing, I'm like a leverage that into forcing my opponents to make mistakes that you can pounce on. Yeah. Um, and then finally, he's an Asgardian, so he gets power. And then he has two gems that he can bring. He can bring the Mind Gem or the Space Gem. Yes. Uh... The Mind Gem, I feel, really unlocks this character. Um, and at third power, so you can always trickster. Another control ability on him uh, is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that seems very annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't got to experiment much with a space gym. Um, on him or most characters, the only character I've really tried it on thus far is Thanos. Um, but there might be something there. Yes, I have the space gem in my TTS list for Mr. Big T. Yeah. So, um, and the idea I kind of brought to the table is that I think there is, to go on a slight side tangent quickly, um, I think that, uh, uh, unaffiliated lists should be, present unique, uh, gameplay synergies that aren't present. I don't think a good stuff, unaffiliated list will work. I just think it will be too disparate of an idea to actually function, but I think a, a synergy-based unaffiliated list could work. And that's kind I, of what I've brought up with Loki, because I think we can make a D&T list with him. Yes, uh, I agree. I think if you're just playing good models dot list, there are too many affiliations where you can slot in a single character or two and play affiliated. Whereas if you're thinking about a certain concept, you want the list to perform. Um, I do think there are times when unaffiliated perform that list well enough that it is uh, viable in a competitive setting. Yes. Um, and to clarify, D&T is, is a shorthand for deaths and taxes. I will probably call it D&T for the rest of uh, the podcast. And deaths and taxes is a strategy not about about slowly penalizing your opponent for basically doing anything. And so, like, Loki's God of Mischief stuff this. And I think the first person that I kind of want to throw in this list is Groot. Yes, I, I like Groot a lot for this. Mm-hmm. Um, that root ability combined with God of Mischief is abysmally horrible. Yes. <laughs> for, like, characters, especially characters for with reactive powers. Mm-hmm. So if you see like a strange on the board, um, making it, his add two dice five, uh, four, yeah, four power and his heal five, um, is just absolutely all busting. Like there's not much to do there. Yeah. Um, a couple other characters that I when I've been thinking about this concept, um, that I liked. Um, out the gate was Mystique, actually. Okay, yeah. Um, I can see that. So, she a lot of people don't use her spender a ton, but her spender is really good, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it done. It's one of the few effects that stuns before damage is dealt. Yeah. Um, when when you're trying to bleed power in a list like this, um, you that is a really helpful ability. And then I think the other character that really taxes your power, and it's also an Asgardian, I think is Enchantress. Yes, 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 yes. The, the sap power and control that she can put out, as well as forcing your opponent to spend the power to attack her, mm-hmm. effectively at least, um, is incredibly strong here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely one of... Uh, the more pressing things, and we have actually, just by accident, um, run into a possible affiliation to actually throw this in. Right. 
Um, even though I doubt the affiliation ability would be all that good. So are you thinking Asgard or Cabal for this? Cabal, because currently three of our, our characters are Cabal members. Yes. Alright, I'm not 100% sure how useful the leadership's going to be, since we want to limit our number of attacks going in. Yep. Um, to limit the power generation of your opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think that having access to more salt power off of Red Skull isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, and correct me if I'm wrong, but his biggest spender has like an AOE stun on the wild, right? Uh-huh. It, it's range one AOE, which is not that big, but it also right. has a throw. Yeah. So you can throw someone into a clump of people on like a home secure and stun two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Which is solid, and also gives you access to Dark Rain if you need some time late in the game to finish off a character with attacks. Yeah. And also, uh, I think the most interesting part of uh, uh, Red Skull, there we go, words are important, uh, is the Master of the Cube ability, where yes. you get to reposition people. Correct. Yeah, it is incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Um. So, another suggestion I might make mm -hmm. is a character that was actually spoiled today. Who is um, not in Assemble yet, I don't think. I don't think so. Um, but I think she fits this idea really well. Yeah. Uh, she throws out stun and prevents opponents from shaking it. Mm -hmm. And incinerate. Um, and slow if it comes up, mm -hmm. which with, when you have when you already have Enchantress and the Mindstone in your list, making people the same movement that you get to move them is uh, powerful. Yes, very much so. Yeah, I do think Crystal well, would fit well into this list. Um, another one I am looking at because I just enjoy him is Ronin the Accuser. I'm on board with Ronin. Judgment fills the, fills the same concept here. Mm -hmm. um, he also gets to apply some shock, I believe. Shock and stun on his um, range 4 zero cost attack. Uh, yep, shock on his range 4 zero attack. And then stun and stagger on his spender. Yes, yes. Alright. Um, those are two very scary abilities. Yes. Being able to throw out all these status effects is very powerful. Um, he is super annoying when, especially for this concept of power uh, power denial. Yeah. Um, the ability to judge characters and then potentially use some cabal high damage attacks into those characters and. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, deny the comeback mechanic. Yeah. To a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, is incredible. I I've actually been playing a little bit of him recently to get ready for some Inhumans, and Judgment is so crazy strong. Yeah. Um, and then a higher point one, but one I think would be very fun and fits the theme a little bit. Ghost Rider. That's interesting. 
Um, are, so what are you thinking he, with just for Penance Stare? I, I think with Penance Stare and it would give us, I think, a mix of points variety because I don't think there are any twos that we want in the list. Um, and so I tend to ha- um, want to have a five. I don't think there are any twos that really function in the power denial way we're looking for. What about Black Widow? The two threat widow? Her basic strike has a wild damage removal? Yeah. I I never I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, but it's something to consider. Yeah. But I think we either want a two or a five just for list I, building I, I purposes. Agree. And I find um, yeah, Ghost Rider pencil and Ghost Rider first. Mm-hmm. And then if we find that there are threat value issues, yeah, go back and correct it later. But and then we want to take the mind gem. I'm guessing. Uh, I do. I think it sends Loki from being an okay four to an excellent five. Do we want to try the space gem, or do we want to fit another character in here? So if we're taking Ronan, do we want to throw in the power gem? Hmm. That is a real tricky question. I don't know the how commonly you would want to be playing Ronin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gets to where you can likely do the judgment ability twice around. Yeah. Now let's quickly see if there's any other major denial characters that we, we want to touch yeah. on. And I just looking through kind of the list, that those are the major ones I think we currently have. Yeah. So I'm okay bringing in the power gem here. Gives yeah, us I think the power gem's a good bring in here. Yeah, it gives us more variability on our uh um threat values. Yeah. And then tactics cards. I think right now brace is a really good call just in general. Yes, brace is really good, especially when you play Enchantress or plan on playing Enchantress a lot. Yeah. Um Loki is also a big fan of Brace. So mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much a slam dunk there. Yep. Uh, do we want med pack or field dressing is the real question. Yeah. Um, I think we want... Hmm, I think it's field dressing. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure on that. That that one, uh, I could definitely see swapping back and forth between those two. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, since we have the boy in the list, I'm thinking we bring We Are Groot. Exactly. So I was. that's actually why I was leaning towards field dressing, mm-hmm. is um, if you can combo those two cards together, it's extremely powerful. Yeah. And then because we have the girl in the list, I think we're bringing Deception. I agree. Then, are we going to play the singular affiliated card of, of Black Ra- of Dark Rain? Or are we going to be going think, completely unaffiliated in our slots? I think Dark Rain is a good call here um, mm-hmm. for some late game. I have to finish this character. Fair enough. Uh, especially because we have uh, quite a few Cabal members in the roster. Yeah, we have... Four Cabal members in the roster, plus a unknown, but I yeah. am doubtful. That takes us up to six or seven. Uh, I have five. Oh, five. 
Both for impact, so, field dressing, we are group, deception, dark rain. So we have three more. Dark rain. Cool. All right. Um, I don't think cosmic invigoration is worth it here. No. Um, I don't think you have a powerful enough piece to use it. So um, I know there are shenanigans you can do with crystal, but I don't think it's worth it in this list. Yeah, it would be nice to add more stuns, but I'm not 100% sure it's mm -hmm. how often you'd be playing her. Yeah. Because um, I, I think... I like Disarm. Oh, go ahead. I think the core of this list will be uh, Loki, Groot, Enchantress. Right. Uh, I, I like that I like that 12-point core. Yeah. Um, so things I like... Or I really, really like Disarm for keeping Loki up. Yep. Nope. I think I think in this list, Disarm will be perfectly solid. And then I want to. I would look at some cards to keep Loki's bubble on the opposing team. Mm -hmm. So a common tactic I've ran into is people trying to push Loki just barely outside of four. Mm -hmm. of their team so they can do some superpowers before they go back in to try to fight Loki. Yeah, so I th I'm thinking uh, Climbing Gear. I 100% agree there. Mm -hmm. Then we got one last slot and there are a couple odd choices we can go for. Because um, we can go uh, Highway to Hell if we want to because we do have Ghost Rider. Um, we can go PSD as just attack choice against Modok, because Modok. Right. Uh, we could, and this one might be upper alley trip up. I do like trip up. Um, to deal with other high priority targets. Mm -hmm. And it's um, it also plays into our game plan of taxing. Right. Yeah, I like Trip Up as that last pick. Um, mm -hmm. If we see a extremely high, th like, a team focused around one specific character, it can it can fit in. I don't think it'll fit in the five every game. Yeah. But I definitely see situations where I would take it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then, Secures and Extracts. So, one that immediately springs to mind is, I think Fisk is a good call here. Yes. Fisk, I do think, is a good call here. Means we just get uh, another four, so our list would be Loki, Mind Gem, Groot, Enchantress, Ronan, which is yeah. not a four I'm going to scoff at. That seems solid. I'm on board. <laughs> um, another thing you can potentially do is if you need to feel like you need the leadership, you can swap in Red Skull there. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Depending on what you, uh, on the team. Yes. Um, and then I think much in the same vein. Let me find it. Uh, Terrigen clouds that sweep over city. Yes, that was going to be my next suggestion as well. Um, mm -hmm. It is so this one we just added Red Skull and they're that same team. Yeah, and we get affiliation. Or we yeah. can go up. Uh, we can give run in the power gem and get in uh, Crystal or Mystique. Yes, I, I like Crystal in this one a lot too. She can she can cap one of the secures mm -hmm. and is immune to the poison effect. Yep. Um, so I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And for the people who don't know, 
uh, because this was a recently spoiled card. Um, Terrigen Cloud Sweep Over City is just like Mayor Fisk in its positioning. Um, but in, and it, it basically is a Mayor Fisk, uh, but instead of dealing out stun, it deals out poison. Um, and it's 20 threat, which is a big beefy threat value. Also, also importantly, they are targets of opportunity and not civilians. Yes, that is uh, very so big. Counterpick into um, Syndicate or Asgard. They're yeah. trying to focus uh, force higher muscle. Yeah, for sure. The third secure, I'm going to suggest one of the three um, pay to flip. Okay. And I um, I would say Deadly Medius then. Yeah, I, I that, that seems perfectly reasonable to me. I, I uh, think we want a condensed fight just be, so our taxation bubbles all overlap. Yes. So yeah, so I think Deadly Meteors and then Terrigen Cloud. Which yes. is our core plus Power Gem Ronin. Uh, yeah. P- plus Power Gem Ronin or Ghost Rider. Which, Which I think both of those play well together in this kind of team. Yep. For sure. Extracts, I think, is going to be a lot more interesting. Yes. The only extract I'd really want to stay away from is uh, cubes. Because you, I, I feel our team wants to stay away from anything that gives your opponent a way to generate extra power. Yes. And I think we also want to stay away from hub. I could see that as well. Um, just because it, it gives immunity to slow and stagger. Correct. I so, could see playing one of the pay to flips. Yes. Just as uh, additional taxation. Yeah, I, I definitely can see that one there. I'm I don't want it to be senators. Yeah. We I don't have a I don't I don't feel great about our fourteen. I was looking at scrolls. I'm on Border Scrolls. Um, I I would say either Scrolls or uh, Krikor. And I think Scrolls has the more beneficial effect for us in forcing a short move. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolls giving the short move, and it's I I like our seventeen quite a bit. Yep. Um. So I 100% like that um, crisis. Mm-hmm. The next one I'm going to suggest is Montesi. Yeah, I was just about to mention Montesi too. I think it forces early down the middle, which is something we are not going to complain about. And it gives Groot a really good attack. Um, <laughs> which... Yeah, it does. Um, and I he think kind of, he can struggle in the early game with that a little bit. He's he's really slow, and so it's hard for him to get in range. Yeah, some stuff, and this helps a bit. Um, and I think more importantly, this is our tech into like a web warriors list or something. That's that's a hard control list, right? Um, so this if, is extremely slow for an extract. Yeah, and it well, we have two extremely slow extracts right now, but I also think it's it's uh it's something to help beat up because our attacks aren't our best. 
where a bunch of control pieces that don't have great attacks, and sometimes you just need to attack something. So giving yourself a six-dice beam means you can attack something. Correct. And since we already have Cabal in affiliation, Mm -hmm. or an option to play Cabal... um, Cabal loves Montessi. Just loves it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I think we want to go for a fast one. And I think because yes. we are doing a power denial strategy, we may want to go panic. Right. That's that was actually going to be my next suggestion as well. Um, I I, I want a fast scoring extract in case we get paired into something like Black Order or Thanos. Yeah. That mm-hmm. it's harder than we do, and we can't do enough to limit their damage. Yeah. Though um, I think. And yeah. Right. And Thanos, I think, will still be a. Yeah, I think right. Thanos will still be a bad matchup. Yes. Um, with his immunity to stun. But uh, I can definitely see that for sure. The you're looking at like reality time Thanos. Oh, I. I'm thinking or, of my own Thanos foes list, which is playing yes. Space Mind Thanos. And doing the only, oh, the same control game back at you. Yeah, um, and yeah. I need to read the wording on... One second, I need to read the wording on a thing. Because I don't actually know how this interaction works. Um, I don't know, so this is a question for the rules form of, of how does Loki's taxation bubble work with Infinity Gems? Because he does not have to pay the power cost for them. I think it would increase the cost of three and then Thanos doesn't have to pay it. Yeah. Is how I would read it. Um, but you're right, that is a question for the forums. But I think I think that specifically can be really um him be if he's able to not have to spend even with the taxation bubble to uh use infinity gems, that's real problematic for us. I agree. Um this is definitely a matchup where I could see it being problematic. Mm-hmm. Um And Thanos is actually probably pretty good on the evac because Thanos can reliably um, score it out quickly himself. Oh, yeah, because yeah. what he can generate three natural power a turn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think we have a lot of good stuff here. Yes, I, I think the two holes that I see right now, I don't love our 14. Okay. What? And I don't um, love our Thanos matchup. Yeah, for sure. So let, let's let look at those quickly. Because um, our current 14 would be Gemless Loki, Groot, Enchantress, Mystique, or Crystal, right? Uh. Yes. You have to go gymless Loki. Mm-hmm. Play your 14. Yeah. Um, drinks me a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it feels okay. I just feel like there are definitely better or teams that are better at the 14. Yeah, 14 is uh, such a weird threat value, though. Yeah. I think we're going to want to avoid it if at all possible. Um, yeah, because I don't think we like... Force it. Yeah, I don't think we like the matchup the the uh uh 
we I don't think we like senators anyway. Um, right. though I could see a team, and this is one second. Let me do the math here. I could see a team of Loki with Gem, Ro- uh, uh, Loki with Gem, Enchantress, Ghost Rider on fourteen. I hate that. And Ghost Rider's entire job is just go point and click at whoever manages to pick up the senator. Yeah. Um, and if you need to, you can have um, Loki and Enchantress drag them in. Yeah. And uh, Enchantress can just steal the senator if it's on someone super tanky like, say, a Black Panther. So yeah, I I think that's in that I, that I would that fourteen quite a bit actually. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm secure, obviously, like yeah. I don't like that on D secure, but if we're on a E or a B, that seems solid. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, our Santa's matchup that's a lot more complicated. Right. Um. Is there? Uh, you are fairly well versed in Thanos matchups. So, are there any tech pieces that looks like this could swap in to try to make it more challenging for the Thanos player? So there is, but it would hurt our fourteen uh, currently. Okay. Um, because Odin's blessing is a really good card, and if we could easily swap into a Thor rather than a Ghost Rider, and have that option of a Thor, Loki, Enchantress, 14-point core, um, or Thor, Loki, plus a Ronin with a power gem, whatever, uh, core for a, um, for an Asgard affiliation where we can use, uh, both the healing and status uh, removal of, uh, the, uh, Affiliation ability plus Odin's Blessing, which I just think is a really dumb card. Yeah, so what if instead of dropping Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. drop Red Skull and Dark Rain, and Thor and Odin's Blessing? Cool. I think that is an interesting direction to go, but that does leave a big question of if we think... uh. One second, let me put in Odin's Blessing quickly. If we think... Uh, where is it? What's it called? The one where you throw Loki. I don't think it's worth a slot anymore. Um, I find that it is very hard to position Thor and Loki... Um, the same space in the board without drop off. Yeah, especially with you playing, you likely playing two five threat characters. You they have to be in spaces to do things. Yeah, um, so they like they can't be joined at the hip that like they need to be for mm-hmm. sibling rivalry. Okay, that makes sense. But I wanted to bring it up. So so we currently have a very high end. We we are going to play kind of thin, which right. I think is okay. I think it's fine. Um, you're never playing more than five, and you're probably playing four for most threats. Playing only playing five at twenty. Mm-hmm. 
Let's pull um, this up. Yeah, so I... Oh. You. Okay, those are some mean 14s. Like, we have 14 options of of Thor, Loki, without a gem, Ghost Rider, which just seems mean. Or I'm like on board with that. Thor, Loki, Mind Gem, Enchantress. I think I like that one slightly better. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that seems incredibly difficult to deal with at 14 threat. Mm-hmm. But um, we, as we mentioned before, we also have that Loki, Mind Gem, Ghost Rider, Enchantress lineup that's unaffiliated. Actually, no, that is technically affiliated. It's technically Asgard, so we get access to Odin's Blessing just off of leadership. Yep. Which is incredibly important. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Also, I think this roster is actually incredibly good at the pay-to-flip scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronin, Ghost Rider, Thor, Loki, and Enchantress all generate tons of power. Yeah. Uh, to be able to flip. And your opponent is going to be incredibly hampered on it. Yeah. Um, so I think in a lot of times seven, that that meteors might actually be our best secure. Yeah. Um, against a pure Asgard roster, I might be cautious of playing it, but into mm-hmm. almost anything else, I'd be pretty on board with it. Yeah. You, there are some mean lineups as we get into those higher point values. Yeah. And our lowest threat value we selected for our crises was 17, correct? Uh, 16. No, so we selected a 16. Yep. Fisk. Yep, we have Fisk. What's our 16 look like? It's 12-point core. Plus a Ronin. It's a Ronin. Yep. So Loki, Groot, Enchantress, Mind Gem, Ronin? Yep, that seems... <laughs> difficult to deal with <laughs> yeah um and it's i i actually really like Groot on um these secures that um move around and and deal ping damage cuz he's not yeah. going to die on them at all <laughs> no start, seven stamina is a lot um well, and his yeah. heal. Yeah, and he heals, and he'll just follow it around and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot. Um, it, like I said, I like Crystal on Terrigen, just so you ignore the damage, or ignore the effect. Yep. Um, and, but I for Fisk, I definitely like Groot on one of them. And, yeah. Um, Slowly forcing it towards, uh, sort forcing the two secures towards each other to increase the effect of Loki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Mystique, I think, is just a tech choice that we bring in against certain lists. Yes. Um, it, it, it's some, I do like that we have, uh, we can have her as anti-hired muscle plays. Yep. Um, between her and Enchantress and Loki, we should have, uh, we should, it should be easy to 
if someone goes for the higher muscle play to drag them in and either steal the extract from them mm-hmm. or um face the character. Yeah. Mhm. Um so I I like her as a tech piece into the awful higher muscle meta. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, please ban it soon. <laughs> I will also note um also for the uh 20 um uh, uh Terrigen Mist uh, secure. Ronin is also immune to poison. Yes, 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 yes. You can have multiple people with that are immune to poison to go control these, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Um, I think it's super important to do that aspect, uh, against other teams that are like Web Warriors or uh, Criminal Syndicate, which historically like this kind of secure. But yeah. when you're draining them of power and then applying poison and then you get to ignore the poison, yeah, power disparity is incredibly high. Mm-hmm. And I also just think Ronin enjoys beating up on Criminal Syndicate, just in general. They have poor energy defenses. Um... And his energy attacks are amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because he can shock them and push them on just his universal weapon. Of a single wild, right? Yep. Well, so he shocks on damage and then push on wild. Yeah, which is relatively likely with their low energy defenses. Yeah, uh, uh, the shock is likely. The push yeah. is. I don't know the math. That's the Xavier Protocols question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you asking me uh, to do bedsheets? No. <laughs> I do. I, I think uh, our 20 threat is strong. Um, mm-hmm. Think against... I think our 20 threat is stronger than most rosters. Not quite as strong as people taking completely for 20, like uh, Black Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we have other things that we're wanting to do against teams like that. I mm-hmm. think we can run the gambit relatively well. Uh, yeah. Again, with the slight concern of nine-point Thanos rosters. Yeah. Which are becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, Odin's Blessing comes in there and helps a lot with the uh, the damage output that those kind of rosters can do. Yeah. And Stagger still brings him down to a normal Thanos. And we have actually a decent amount of stagger in this team between mm-hmm. uh, Ronan and Trippo. And Thor. And Thor's uh, charge. Yep. And Enchantress. Yeah, uh, that one is less likely. <laughs> that, that one is a rarity, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, if you it, need it the desperation play. Your opponent still has to respect that it could potentially happen. Um, mm-hmm. It's not something you should bank on, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and Groot. Uh, his spinder. Um, yeah. Medium throw uh, into, and give the stagger. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I usually, it's hard for him to get that much power unless he dazes. Yeah, it's but it's rare it's... for people to remember that thing exists. Yeah. 
I am Groot is a good attack if it can go off. Yeah. Um, how often do you think he will actually have the power to be able to do it? I feel he's spinning his power rooting and healing for the most part. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's going to be a once every three games thing. But when it goes off, it goes off. <laughs> but I also think rooting uh, Thanos specifically is going to, depending on the style of Thanos, rooting Thanos can be very, very good. Right, so I think if he is in your spider Foes roster type yeah. idea, where he is uh, trying to get as many death decrees as possible. Yeah, Root is annoying. Root is, right, whereas if you're playing like uh, a time reality Thanos, where they yeah. just want to get in there and punch things, mm-hmm. it's not as a big deal. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, um, and then we have the mind gem also has a bit of control and a bit of important control, I think, in this meta because it gets around stalwart determination. Yes, yes, it gets around the a force tech, and we have multiple instances of it mm-hmm. between enchantress and Loki, and deception, and deception, and mesmerize if it goes off. Yep. Again, don't bank on it, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> it can happen. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, man. this is this is a really cool, I think, weird direction that isn't getting explored. Is these these lists that are looking more for mechanical cohesion than trying to fit into an affiliation, and I think this is doing interesting stuff. Uh, I think people should be more open to looking at unaffiliated teams if it forms a concept that will be stronger against what your opponent brought mm-hmm. in your affiliated options. Yeah. Um, there are definitely times when like, playing Guardians of the Galaxy isn't better than just taking a couple of the characters that synergize better. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think specifically... Um... There are, there are a couple specific lists that I think are going to come up. Um, we're, we're doing one version of D&T out there. I think there's going to be another version that's just, you get a condition, and you get a condition, and you get a condition. That's like Crystal, Star-Lord, Hawkeye as your core. Yeah, uh, I think Green Goblin and Proxima Midnight are also good at considerations of that type of list. Oh, God, yes. More, more p- places for my boy GG. <laughs> um, was a, another person I had thought about for this concept because of actually both of those, um, specifically Proxima because of the uh, poison, the uh, poison and stun, if yeah. I remember correctly, off of Starburst. Uh, I can't remember um, 100%, so let me just pull up the code over here, but it's something story, like but... that. Uh, Proxima Midnight, uh, bleed, poison, and stun. Bleed, poison, and stun, which poison and stunning a character is mean. Awful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the only character that doesn't care about that is Enchantress. Because she gets multiple small ticks of power rather than 
any amount of big ticks of power. Yes. Um, I could see, again, uh, another argument for Crystal in that, that she really doesn't care. Yeah. Um, you right. Because all of her attacks give her one power. Mm-hmm. Yes, as we said, um, she came out today, so forgive me for not having her in my brain space super well. Yeah. I've been, I've been dojoing with a couple of buddies about Inhumans in A-Force or an Inhuman Web Warrior roster all day, so I've been thinking about her a lot. So I've been Unga Bunga, Thanos Inhumans, flip Black Bolt as quickly as possible and start doing Tendai Builders. Yep, Tendai Builders with Pierce are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and a Weevil. Yep. <laughs> and uh, if you're pl- actually playing Inhumans, you can uh, take the tactics card for a full reroll on it. Yep. Um, which starts to get into the crazy territory. Yeah. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, it's like, ooh, I tend I builder. Ooh, I get four successes. Ooh, uh, I think it's average five successes minus one for the block, so four power. Um, You haven't spent... It's technically nine dice or 11 dice, depending on if you spent for the add dice ability. Um. Yeah. But then it's like, ooh, I gained four power. Okay, can you donate a power over here? Cool. I'm going to whisper you now. <laughs> Man. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. But that's that, not even including Lockjaw's uh, extra attack dice ability. Which um, I'm waiting to see about. Um, It's something that you have to min 15 because it's like... Thanos plus Gem plus Black Bolt plus an Inhuman. Yeah. I don't think there will be any two threats. It looks like the cheapest will be threes. Yep. So you can't do it at 14, but at 15, it's Unga Bunga time. <laughs> that seems amazing and something worth looking into. Um, yeah. I My looks for Inhumans right now is Crystal and Medusa and Web Warriors. Yeah, is... I think crazy pants mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other thing i'm looking at right now is is guardians of the galaxy and humans because they are just the crystal just so much on the condition front that i want her right. to be a guardian of the galaxy right now yeah and rumor is uh and canonically it would make sense uh that lockjaw will fit into the guardians affiliation oh ronan already fits mm-hmm. um so it makes easy crossover yeah um, and there's several characters in the Guardians affiliation that will store up power and have no use for it. Um, that can cross into the humans affiliation well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I think there's a lot of exciting stuff going on with the Inhumans. I'm also just impatient for my boys Carnage and Mysterio to come out. <laughs> I feel you. Um, I am a true Brotherhood player at heart, and uh showed Mr. Sinister and Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and I'm like, any minis, please? (laughs) (laughs) Well, to reference back to a couple episodes ago, I think Mystique leadership is secretly way better than Magneto leadership. I've been playing a ton of Magneto, and I find his leadership is good, but it has severe map issues not even just terrain issues mm-hmm. um but if you're not playing an e or a b or uh, if you're playing a d map you are in trouble yeah um 
But like, um, I on cows on those. Yeah. So uh, on a wasp episode, we did a Mystique leadership team. That was like Sabertooth Toad, Mystique, uh, Taskmaster, Wasp, uh, Black Widow 2, a bunch of long movers. And just yes. like, we are going to rope-a-dope you around the board. Yeah, I like that concept a lot. Um, I think it gets better with Quicksilver. Oh, I suspect it will get better with Quicksilver when he releases. I expect so, too. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm waiting for them to release, and I will def- I will immediately hop back to my Brotherhood, and I'll probably play Solo Brotherhood, but with two incredibly different game plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But yeah, I think we have a real solid list here. Yeah. I'd be excited to play it. I might play it some this week, actually. It yeah. seems super fun. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get games in with um, all of the... Uh, Morlock lists. I've gone uh, a couple games in so far. Um, so just a report to the viewers. Uh, that Mystique Wasp list is really good. It 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 rope-a-dopes the opponent around the board very well. Um, and then uh, I just got uh, beat up by Thanos um, in the Ebony Maw A-Force list that we made last week. Um, and that was not pretty, and I want to try it again because it didn't actually get to do anything since uh, we had a ton two days on She-Hulk. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's I was playing against Kokov, who, who is the person who has adopted my Spider-Foes list and is actually doing well with it because he can actually play the game well. Um, he's two and one. As of recording this, I am very proud of him. I cannot wait. I, I hope to see him make Top Cut. That would be awesome to see Spider-Foes there. Their affiliation, everyone had pretty much written off. Yeah, and then um, I came in with the Santa Spider-Foes thing and like, here, I'm un- we're going to Unga Bunga and we have eight dice double wild attacks that can easily spike into the like nine or ten hit range. First game I play, I I've taken your roster out to local game nights a couple times. The first time I played it, uh, in one game, Doc Ock one shot Thor, Mind Jim Loki, Valkyrie, and then came back and KO'd Valkyrie the next turn. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the fun tech thing that I have that that has recently been moved into the list, and this is something we mentioned in the Green Goblin episode. We're using Winter Soldier as our rogue agent pick now. Okay. Because uh, extra range and f- extra attacks and stuff. Well, and it's also like Red Fury is a really good attack, but you never get to use it normally because it costs so much power and you don't build any power off of your four di- dice attack. Let's fix it the way we fix the rest of the four dice attacks with Death Decree. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean- that tracks, so yeah, <laughs> and now it, and, and now it makes me want to play a like Captain America, Iron Man, uh, uh, Winter Soldier, Thanos list at like twenty points, and just absolutely rail someone. I'd be on board for that. That mm-hmm. would be phenomenal. Yeah, 
So a little preview of what I have in, in, in my head for that Iron Man episode that's inevitably going to come because he is one of the lowest picked characters in the game and I want to get an episode in, on him, but that is for another day. Um, until then, is there a place people can find you? Uh, I'm on Facebook uh, under Peyton Priest. I'm on Discord under PR Priest. Uh, I'm not on Twitter or Insta. Um, shoot me some messages. I'll be happy to talk. Um, and then, like I said in the beginning of the cast, um, I, mine and Jaden's and Tegan's new cast has just started up. I'll be on the lookout for that. And thank you guys for uh, listening. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. And thank you for coming on. Um, if you want to track me down, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Egypt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to hear me talk about television, come visit me at gegypt.tumblr.com. And if you want to see me play something completely different, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on twitch.tv slash codabgames, I am playing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game content and doing some playtesting. Uh, so that is very fun. Uh, once again, thank you for coming on. I hope you had a good time. Definitely. And keep experimenting, people.